I, I, I maybe I did play at least a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! You won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative and your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! Okay, but once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. I will be your father. You love Valenti. Like, remember, you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. Welcome back to 88.3 WGTs after further review. $5 million after settlement between the NFL and the NFLPA. If you remember correctly, originally... I'm not going to fault them for it. <laughs> but... My little point here is, and I, I think for one, now that, um, now that this has happened, where do the Browns go? Maybe your guys' thoughts on this. I was sports about how the NFL chose 11 games um, and how this is related to the team owners and everything and kind of right. how. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of different people at fault. Do I think he deserved a full year ban? No. Mind uh, you, he's been out a full this, year almost, but that was for a different yeah. situation. Yeah, but I think that factors into the fact that he only got he didn't get another full season in terms of a suspension. And I think like all that coming back and then the ramifications economically, though I I just think he probably got a suspension that was warranted. But definitely needed to do more. But at the same time, this just goes to show that the NFL doesn't know anything about punishments and suspensions. Like they're out of the loop because this gets, you know, obviously this is a more high profile situation. But Calvary really gets a game or, you know, gets a season for gambling and, you know, all these other domestic violence aspects you know, get varying levels, but not to the magnitude and to the degree. I just think there needs to be a stronger, more uniform stance on how suspensions are done by the NFL. And I think there are going to be a lot of people that think that Deshaun Watson deserved to have the full season. Um, I don't. I think three-quarter, you know, over half of a season is, I don't want to say sufficient, but given the he was out all last year, adds to, okay, so he's out for a year and, like, over a year and a half. So, but the NFL is definitely, um, I don't want to say this, the NFL raises a lot more questions than answers by this whole handling of the Deshaun Watson situation. Yeah, I mean, I kind of think... Now before wait, wait, before I mean, you I, go, before you go, here's Watson's suspension takes effect August 30th. So he could still play in the preseason. Yes. Um, 
he will be eligible for reinstatement November 28th, which is week 13 when the Browns face his old team, the Houston Texans, on the roll. Now, the way he can come back, though, there's a little bit of a hang-up here. He has to comply with evaluation and treatment recommendations of a third-party behavioral expert to be reinstated. So he's not technically all the way in the clear just yet. Okay, now go. I mean, I I think I had some people tell me they should just hand out a suspension and give him, quote-unquote, credit for time served since he sat out all last year. Say, okay, he didn't play it all last year. But that wasn't that wasn't toward the cases, though. Remember, yeah. that was because him and the management in Houston had at odds with each other. Remember, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't think that they were bringing in actual talent to help them win and basically they were probably like the bears just being in that being the houston hamsters just in that hamster yeah. wheel just we'll just th- put some crap together and entertain the fans and then all of a sudden which some people think maybe it could have been a setup but i don't know but 30 almost 30 accusations or accusers that that the texans try to set him up to look make him fall and basically take the heat off of them with them in their situation i don't know about that if it's true or not but that situation was different than with the accusation that was more of an internal conflict with the team about how the team was ran oh yeah but i think also i mean we noticed how the way the nfl's handled it. usually we did i think we both expected roger goodell to be judge jury and executioner like he had been in the past how not in this case well for one he wasn't the one who was deciding the punishment, even though he was the one trying to get an appeal and trying to decide who to appeal it. Trying to say, "Oh, I'm not, I'm not gonna be the dictator in chief." And a few other words I won't mention. Basically, he was trying to be the dick. <sighs> okay, he did right there. Just emphasize <laughs> dictator. <laughs> yeah. All right. But it, but I mean, I think that's one thing that kind of surprised me because we thought that he was gonna appeal it and try and get it. Appealed, and I thought if that would have happened, then the players' association would have taken it to federal court, and they and they should have just went completely nuclear and said, "Okay, you want to suspend and Deshaun for this long time? Why didn't you not do anything to Robert Kraft with his misconduct? Uh, going to." Going to certain, going to massage parlors to get a little bit more done than what he should have. I'll let you use your imagination on that one. And also, oh, the Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder and all the crap that's gone on around him. Him, and there's probably a lot of other owners too that have done a lot of bad stuff as well. But yet, Goodell seemingly turns a blind eye to that. Well, he didn't to Stephen Ross, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of other stuff too. And they should have just brought all that to light, right? Brought it in front of the judge, and then the judge could say, "Hey, all right, you want to be judge, jury, executioner with players? You got to have the same standard for owners. You haven't done that. Here's the punishment. This is over. That ain't happening because it's the 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 owners pay his salary. <laughs> he works for the owners, so you're not gonna bite the hand that feeds you." He's not going to do that. So it, it, it sounds like a great idea, Frank, but that ain't happening. I, I mean, look, it was, hey, I was the same guy who had the idea when it was deflate gate how him and uh, and Tom, him and Tom Brady should go on Judge Judy on prime time. I then both let them both get ripped to shreds on TV. Mm-hmm. That would be great entertainment, but oh well. Right, right, but yeah, that's that's not happening now. 
if Watson doesn't comply to this treatment recommendation, it could push out the suspension. I personally think the suspension was fair. Um, I do think the thing that I don't like is what the NFL is doing. And I've I just realized this sports is about entertainment. I don't, I, when are fans going to realize there's no moral compass in pro sports? It's just not. It's about the almighty dollar and it's about entertainment and it's about the TV deals. I mean, think about it. Cleveland knew what was going to happen with Deshaun Watson. They paid him the highest, richest contract in league history. They backloaded the deal. So basically, Deshaun, if he doesn't play, he only loses a million dollars. And then the NFL does a suspension. And whole and behold, when it ends, if he complies, he plays the Houston Texans on the road, which which is in week 13. Now, what happens during week 13? I mean, even though there is 17 games in the NFL schedule, take it. And then there's just a lot of games. And I believe when it's flex week, is it week 12? Yeah, I think from week 12 on until they start flexing. flexing games. So then at that point, there's nothing really to talk about at that point because some teams have already ran away with the division. There's probably a couple of wild card things in there. But by week 13, you know who's good and you know who's just straight, as you like to say, diarrhea water. So week 13, Cleveland versus Houston. Houston could be bad. Cleveland could be bad. But this is something to talk about. I, I, that's where I, I'm a little upset more with the NFL. But the NFL is only in for their best interests. I think this whole suspension thing was just a, a, a cover-up by Goodell so that it looks like, yeah, we're taking a hard stance on, on this immoral behavior that has been exhibited by Deshaun Watson. Now, you have people that say, well, he wasn't convicted of anything. Well, that that's true, or indicted of anything. Yeah, he wasn't. What well, he was never charged. He was never indicted. Which is true. Yeah, but this is just like, and, and it's 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 funny how people try to compare regular life jobs to the NFL and say, well, if this would have happened to me, I would have been fired on the spot. But then say, well, he wasn't indicted on anything, so why is he serving a suspension? At the end of the day, playing in the NFL is a privilege, not a right, and you're with a private company. There are exactly. moral, there's moral clauses, just like me and you when we work at a regular job. We might not be indicted or anything, but if there's accusations and, and heavy accusations about us, that this is something immorally has happened, more times than not, they're gonna, the company's probably going to part ways with you or suspend you to do further investigation. Yeah. You don't have to be indicted by anything. You don't have to be charged for anything. Yeah, I mean, it, go, it goes back to what I said with Deflategate, how people say, Oh, in this country, you're innocent until proven guilty. In a court of law, that's the case. Public opinion. Yeah. But, I mean, the the NFL does not have to follow the Bill of Rights to the Constitution. They're Mm. a private corporation. Even though I've had people tell me that they're a government entity with this antitrust exemption BS, they are a private corporation. The, The Bill of Rights, the first word is Congress. That means... The government can't do X, Y, and Z to you. But private corporations, they can. Now, Kevin Stefanski has said that Watson will not play the rest of this preseason. Uh, Jimmy Haslam has said that he believes that people should get second chances. Is this Deshaun Watson's second chance to you guys? I would say probably it is. David? Yeah, yeah, this is absolutely, I mean, Jimmy Haslam kind of, First, said the quiet part out loud, you know, with the interview that happened 
at the announcement earlier this week, you know, basically, you know, saying that um, he's going to be our quarterback for a long time. Is he never supposed to play again or be a part of society? You know, all the stuff that normally gets behind closed doors that basically says that, you know, this is a second chance, this is a third chance. We're the ones that won the bidding war to get this opportunity to get to Sean Watson into our building. Do I think that they'll have more chances after this? We don't know. But for now, Jimmy Haslam is putting all of his eggs into this Deshaun Watson basket, and he's going to do whatever it takes to undermine what Roger Goodell wants. Because, like you said, Roger Goodell works for the owners, and what the owners want ultimately will happen at the end of the day, even if it slaps the faces of all those in society or all those who feel as though X, Y, and Z should happen. Yeah, it's just, it's just what it is. I, I, like I said, I, I think hopefully, you know, I, I think what, you know, Deshaun Watson was discussing, but he needs, you know, help. Uh, hopefully he gets that help and he learns from it. You know, also people brought up, you know, the reason why they think it was six games because of Roethlisberger, remember that? Remember Chad Zuber always called him Ben Raplisberger or something like that, something outrageous. Um, I do think, though, even though with, with this going on, it, it, it's it's going to hinder him. It's always going to follow him, just like with Ray Lewis and the double homicide murders. People still bring that up. People still bring up stuff about Roethlisberger. Um, but it has been proven, and I will give the NFL a little bit of credit um, they've helped their players kind of rehabilitate with Ray Lewis, with Roethlisberger. Negative things that have happened to them. Now, these guys, just like Deshaun, were young. But as if you notice through their careers, they really matured and actually became positive influencers or positive impacts on the league as they got older. So it almost goes to the thing of that. As you're young, you make mistakes. Unfortunately, you're in the public eye and you get crucified for it. But I just think with this case pretty much showed that it, it, I think it all depends on your perspective of life and how you've been raised. There's some people that, like Frank said, wants him banned for life. Now, I, I think that's a little uh, uh, crazy there. Now, maybe if, if he went on a, a triple homicide and killed some people, obviously he'd be banned for life because he'd probably be in prison for life. But I mean, come on. I mean, th- there's things that we don't know that's happened. Um, that'll be between him and those masseuses. Uh, we, we do know some of the stories about pro athletes being targeted. Um, so it, it, it's it's murky waters, but I, I, I kind of agree with the suspension. I kind of thought six games to me was a little light. I thought maybe give him a year or maybe 12 games and then let him come back. I, I thought that was pretty much fair but the other people don't think that's fair some people think that he should have only got six i just think it's the way of where how you've grown up and your perspective and your moral compass in life is which have probably angered some people on this subject or not angered enough last words fellas hmm. i'm just glad that it's done and over with and isn't gonna get dragged out hopefully any longer yeah, it was, it, it was, that's why I was a little, also a little upset with the NFL because I thought, you know, the arbitrator came in and you, you, obviously, uh, Goodell didn't want to be the judge and executioner. 
said six games and say, well, hold up, that, that's just not enough. And it's like, well, Roger, you're dragging this out more and you're not helping your cause of trying to be Mr. Evil commissioner here or accused of being one of the worst commissioners, which I don't think he's one of the worst. Really, to be honest with you, the popularity of the game has grown. But then it makes me wonder, sometimes I wonder this, and it's sad to say this, um, I think during the off season, I, I, as you notice with the NFL, people talk about it year round, which I think keeps the popularity of it. Uh, as you guys know, we've done this show for many years. In the month of July is a dead period. There's nothing really to talk about. I think maybe the NFL could have pushed this along to kind of keep a, a sizzling, stirring story that stirs things up. And then kind of ironically, just before the games and the meat and potatoes start, okay, here's your suspension. Because now we don't need to talk about you anymore. Because think about it. If this lingers during the season, that's bad business. Anything outside the 17 games and possibly the draft is good business. Any story. It doesn't matter what happens. But once once the season starts, anything off the field that, doesn't, that gives the NFL a black eye, they got to keep it on the hush-hush. So... I also think this. I, I'm more or less mad at the NFL than you know. I'm I'm disappointed in Deshaun Watson, which I think disappointment is more um, damning than actually being angry at him. But I'm angered at the NFL. Maybe I'm a little disappointed by the NFL as well, because I just think that something to me shows me that they don't really care. It, it's about money. That's all it is. They don't care about safety. They, they've shown you in their action. They don't care about safety. They don't care about moral action. All they care about is themselves and the shield. And if you can make money. What makes yep. money for the shield? That's that's all they care about. And that's all pro sports leagues. But that's all they care about. And I think the quicker fans realize that, the less anger you have about a lot of these stories. Period. There you go. <laughs> David? Yeah, you know. I was going to say the league basically cares about protecting its players and its image than addressing moral things. If they don't care about the public response, they don't care about the public response. They don't care if, even if they have to, you know, do a $5 million fine. So owners will pay that. Deshaun Watson will make that back. You know, all they care about is at the end of the day, people are going to tune in on Sundays. And unfortunately, I think it's going to get brought up. Up until Deshaun Watson returns, because everyone's going to write the reason why Deshaun Watson's on the bench or the reason why Deshaun Watson is not playing is because of. So, you know. They'll be fine with Jacoby Brissett. I don't know if the Browns will be as bad as you picked them in your uh, actual preview, but I, I, I think it'll be interesting to see. And the, the one thing, I like I said, it'll be a stain on his career. So I, I, that's, that, that's punishment enough. And just say that this guy comes back. He did look pretty bad in the preseason game, right? Yes, he did. Yeah. Okay. Well, fellas, another good show. Glad you guys uh could call in next week. Frank, what you got going? I have officiating duty. I've Again? got well, I've got a I'm at Bedford Wednesday night for a freshman JV doubleheader. I gotta go to Olivet College for a JV varsity doubleheader. Uh, why at Olivet College? Well, because I was originally assigned the game when it was thought to be played at Erie Mason, but they decided to move it there. Really? Yep. 
moving on up for Erie Mason, huh? Yeah, so it's going to be my officiating debut in uh, Eaton County. Okay, all right, nice, nice. I get to go out and work on a turf field. In fact, I, I actually don't have to st- officiate anything on a grass field until week three. Mm. Now you'll be back the week after, right? Uh, week after, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll have a tape show for you. Hopefully, maybe we'll get Darren Cohn on the line. I haven't talked. I mean, it's been months, fellas. The last time I think we were in here was in April. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? I know. Crazy. But we're in a new studio. Like the new digs? Oh, yeah. We did lose the JBL speakers. Those things really pounded. But we're now in Rocket Hall. David, what you doing this weekend? They're just preseason football. Maybe watch a little baseball and prepare for the next round of division. Right. Let's be previewed. They've been on fire. Well, David, enjoy the weekend, my man. All right, we'll do. Yep. See you next week. That was David, the man of God. Harris here on eighty-eight point three WGTS. After further review, closing up the Mac, the MacBook, or is that a uh, MacBook? Okay, looks nice. I might have to give you one. Yeah, mine is over ten years old. Yeah, I think you're due for an upgrade. Well, what, uh, what happened to the old one you had? Oh, this one, I, this one I've had in here before. I know, was, I know. Or I bought. It was one. One I had was getting real slow and stuff wasn't working on it, and I ended up having to. I had to buy this one dirt. During the pandemic, I had to go to Crocker Park. I remember that. That's right. Yeah. All right, so Frank. Took a nice, took a nice little road trip to get it, and it's worked ever since. Nice. Well, you have a great weekend as well, Frank. This has been a presentation of eighty-eight point three WGTS. After further review, make sure you always check us out on SoundCloud and on iTunes for all the segments, and then we're always live on WXUT from eleven thirty to one thirty. About that for Frank and David. I'm Derek. We'll see you when you see it. Peace. We're out.